Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is episode 53 of Paranormal Stories. This week, I'm reading from Jeffrey Long's Bigelow Institute of Consciousness Studies winning essay. It's called... Evidence for Survival of Consciousness in Near-Death Experiences, Decades of Science and New Insights. As you may know, I produce two podcasts, Past Lives Podcast and the Alien UFO Podcast, and it's here that I bring them together. When I have guests on my podcasts, I read their books and essays to work out questions for the episodes. And when reading these, I always find such fascinating information that never makes it into the podcast. And I've put a link to this essay in the show notes, and I did seek permission from Dr. Long to record this extract, and he kindly said yes. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe. So I'm going to read from a part of the essay that is titled Out-of-Body Awareness During Near-Death Experiences, and this is what Dr. Long has written. At the time of a near-death experience, one of the first and most common elements to occur is the out-of-body experience. An OBE is defined as the separation of consciousness from the physical body. When using the term OBE in this article, we will be referring only to OBEs occurring during near-death experiences. While near-death experiences are unconscious or clinically dead, their consciousness separates from their body. Their point of conscious perspective usually rises above their body. From this viewpoint, they may see and hear ongoing earthly events that may include the frantic efforts of medical personnel trying to resuscitate them. It is uncommon that consciousness during near-death experiences moves beside the physical body and only rarely goes below the body. About half of NDEers describe out-of-body experiences with awareness of ongoing earthly events. Most people have not had an out-of-body experience. This makes it difficult for many people to accept that OBEs are possible. However, this section will provide incontrovertible evidence that OBEs do occur during near-death experiences with accurate and verified OBE observations. Susan's near-death experience is an example of an OBE. Her heart stopped from a severe allergic reaction to her intravenous injection of contrast for a medical scan. Severe reactions like what Susan experienced are fortunately extremely rare. Susan's OBE observations during her near-death experience were later verified. This is what she said. I was getting a CT scan as a diagnostic test for stomach problems. After I was injected with the contrast dye, I started sneezing uncontrollably. The scans were performed and the nurse informed me that it was time for me to leave. At this point, I couldn't speak or breathe. I then passed out and the nurse frantically called Code Blue Team. By the time the Code Blue Team arrived, I guess I was dead. I saw the team enter and surround a person. At least that's what I thought at the time. It never dawned on me that the other person was me. I was very calm, but felt terrible for the lady, me, as the Code Blue team struggled to get her heart started. I saw me being intubated and chest compressions as they tried to revive me. 
I saw my catheterization and everything else around me. Forty-five minutes later, my heart started to beat on its own. I was pulled back into my body. I saw everything and related this to the Code Blue team later, and they verified that what I saw really happened. I saw everything that happened in detail during my death. Every member of the Code Blue team confirmed this later. Dr. Long continues. One of the earliest studies of the accuracy of OBE observations during near-death experiences was by cardiologist Michael Sabom, MD. Most NDEs in his study underwent cardiopulmonary resuscitation. His study included 32 NDEs who had OBEs during their near-death experiences. The study comparison group was 25 seasoned cardiac patients who did not have NDEs at the time of their close brush with death. Dr. Sabom asked the patients in both groups to describe their own resuscitations. This study concluded that the NDEs with OBEs were far more accurate than those of the control group in describing their resuscitations. The findings of Sabom's study were consistent with near-death experiencers' generally firm belief that what they observed in their OBEs really happened, including witnessing their own CPR. Penny Sartori, PhD, published another study with methodology similar to Dr. Sabom's study. In her interview of 15 near-death experiencers, eight of them described OBEs. She also asked the near-death experiencers who had out-of-body experiences to describe their own resuscitations. The study comparison group were patients who underwent resuscitation without associated out-of-body experiences. Sartori's study found several near-death experiences who were remarkably accurate in describing what they saw during their out-of-body experience. The comparison group that did not have OBEs was highly inaccurate and often could only guess at what occurred during their resuscitations. Sartori's study provides further evidence that those having NDEs after their heart stop can have remarkably accurate out-of-body observations. It is a medical fact that a highly lucid NDE-like consciousness during CPR resuscitation without an associated NDE should not be possible. Janice Holden, PhD, conducted another significant study of OBEs during near-death experiences. Holden reviewed all NDEs with out-of-body experiences previously published in all 10 scholarly articles and books. This investigation included only NDEs where the NDEs or others sought to verify the accuracy of their out-of-body observations. 89 NDE reports contained observations of earthly, everyday events. 14 additional NDE reports described observations of non-material, non-physical phenomena that could later be verified. There were four NDEs in the study reporting both types of observations. The study had stringent criteria to defining the reality of the OBE observations. If any detail whatsoever in the OBE observations was inaccurate, then the overall OBE observation was scored as inaccurate. Even with such strict criteria, 92% of the NDE's descriptions of out-of-body experiences seemed totally accurate and without error, as verified by investigations following the NDEs. This study's findings are substantial evidence for the reality of out-of-body experience observations during NDEs. I previously published a study of the accuracy of out-of-body experience observations during NDEs. This investigation reviewed 617 NDEs that were sequentially shared on the NDERF website survey. 
Of the 617 near-death experiences, 287 included out-of-body experience accounts with enough information to determine the reality of their observations objectively. A review of these 287 out-of-body experiences found 280, or 97.6%, that described ongoing earthly events during their NDEs with entirely realistic observations and lacking any content that seemed unreal. From this study group of 287 out-of-body experiences, 65 NDEers personally investigated their OBE observation accuracy after recovering from their close brush with death. None of these 65 out-of-body experiences found any inaccuracy in what they observed during their NDEs. Notably, many verified OBE observations were far from their bodies and beyond any possible physical sensory awareness. This remarkably high percentage of accurate OBE observations during near-death experiences cannot be explained by physical brain function. Further corroboration comes from many other published reports of NDEs with verified OBEs far from the physical body. Many published near-death experience accounts reported OBEs with accurate observations of events that were completely unexpected by the near-death experiences, which provides more strong evidence that NDEs are actual observations by a consciousness apart from the body. An example of an unanticipated OBE observation during an NDE comes from Kate. She was under general anaesthesia to repair a bowel that had become paralysed after a hysterectomy. This is what she said. I was on the ceiling looking down at the surgery taking place. I was not distressed. The surgeon asked for an instrument. He got the wrong one so he threw it on the floor. Then I went down a long tunnel that became increasingly bright. I could hear unbelievable music and ever since I have loved music. I came out into a bright place with flowers, trees and a stream that had a bridge over it. The bridge appeared to be made of intertwined tree trunks. At the other side of the bridge was Grandma. Next to her was another woman with brilliant blue eyes, a dark mole near her mouth and an indented chin. I had never seen the other woman before. When I stepped onto the bridge, Grandma told me to go back as it was not my time. She said that I would eventually come there. Then I felt sad as I desperately wanted to be with her. She had always been there for me when I was a child. Then I felt a huge whoosh. The next thing I knew was that I had returned to my consciousness. My mother, whom I was never close to, was crying by my bed. She said, we nearly lost you. You've been very sick and unconscious for several days. I said, I want to tell you something. And she said, no, just rest. I insisted and told her about this experience. She did not believe me until I came to the bridge part. My grandma was her mother. I described the lady with my grandma, and my mother said that she was her grandma who died long before I was born. When the surgeon came to see me, he told me how sick I had been and how I had died on the table. I told him that I was watching and saw him throw the instrument on the floor. Then I told him the story, and he asked who I had been talking with. I said no one. The surgeon confirmed that I had died during surgery. Dr. Long continues, Kate certainly did not expect to see the surgeon throw an instrument on the floor. She also would not have expected to see her deceased great-grandmother who died long before she was born. Skeptics argue that when near-death experiences and others confirm OBE observations as accurate, they are just lucky guesses. 
This skeptic argument is refuted by the consistent accuracy of out-of-body experience observations found in multiple large studies. These prior studies included hundreds of entirely realistic OBE observations, with many dozens of OBEs later verified as accurate by the NDEs themselves or others. Additionally, the vast number of case reports with accurate OBE observations, both previously published and posted on the NDERF website, refute the skeptics. This is further illustrated in over a dozen examples of NDEs with verified OBE observations in supplemental material on the NDERF website. Okay, so this week I was reading from Dr. Jeffrey Long's Bigelow Institute of Consciousness Studies winning essay, Evidence for Survival of Consciousness in Near-Death Experiences, Decades of Science and New Insights. And you can read that essay for free on the Bigelow website, and you can also download it. A great way to support this podcast is to sign up on Patreon. On the Past Lives Podcast Patreon, when you sign up for $5 a month, you get an extended episode every week. For $2 a month, you get an extended episode every month. Just go to patreon.com forward slash pastlivespodcast or click on the button on my homepage, pastlivesypnosis.co.uk. And just so you know, if you're a patron, you get a 25% discount when you book a past life regression session with me. I'm offering a free consultation call, which can be booked on my website. And there is a Past Lives Podcast Facebook group. And if you'd like to join, you'd be very welcome. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or via your favourite podcast app to make sure that you don't miss out on any episodes. And thanks for listening. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.